Hey guys, welcome to the Take Point Africa podcast. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Femi. And I'm Emmanuel. So Spotify is finally coming to Nigeria and mm-hmm. 40 other co- mm. countries in Africa. Yeah, That's interesting. Okay. Long, long overdue. What, what took them so long? <laughs> yeah, what took them so know. long? I don't know. <laughs> so the thing is, okay, probably, okay, let me just tell you about if, if you've not heard already, because it's everywhere. Uh, Spotify announced um, earlier in the week that it will be entering into new market. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Out of the 18 new markets it's going into, uh, Africa um, takes 41 out of them. And that's quite huge, given that um, it only, Spotify only entered Africa in 2018 and it was in South Africa. Then after that, went to Morocco, mm-hmm. Egypt, Algeria, and Tunisia with no presence in West Africa. In mm-hmm. fact, I stumbled across... So, so I see the trend, yes. Yes. I stumbled across a, a petition asking... Um, yeah. <laughs> petitioning against Spotify, why it's not in West Africa. It's funny. Mm-hmm. And people signed the petition. Uh, who started that petition? <laughs> I, I <didn't laughs> check. It was funny, but it, it shows that it's long overdue. It's not a public service. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder why it, what took them so long because they can't say, for example, that maybe they're trying to figure out licensing. First of all, Spotify is like the pioneer in in terms of legal music streaming. They're mm-hmm. the first to ever do it, as far as I know. If I'm wrong, someone can correct me. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember knowing about Spotify in 2013, 2012. Of course, it launched earlier than that. So I'm just surprised because in between then, Deezer came, the French company. Deezer came. Deezer came. I think 2013 or 2014. Apple Music came last uh, year. YouTube Music came um 2015 and, uh, YouTube Music came last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, YouTube Music was last year. Yes, Apple Apple Music was YouTube 2015. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, which other one? Oh, then the uh, Boom Play came, the chi- the Transition Back Down. So uh, what was mm-hmm. the first one? For me, I, 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 it's, I, I think yes. <laughs> okay, go on please. Go ahead, Emmanuel. Yeah, so for me, I think it's it's it felt weird because I've already been using. Let me just confess, I've been using Spotify in Nigeria. We are VPN. Are you VPN people? Oh, they must have seen the mm. numbers. Okay. Right? Yes, because it was one somehow, of the issues that people raised. They do, they do. When they went, when they actually, they actually launched know. in South Africa, then like how come? Didn't you see the numbers mm. of people joining from Nigeria through VPN? Well. The good news is they are they, here they now. They know when you are. They have, <laughs> yeah. So, so they are in 41 countries, right? Yes, yes. Nigeria, Ghana, Ghana, Kenya, Kenya, a couple of other countries. Mm-hmm. And how about Francophone, Francophone West Africa? Are they in any French-speaking West African country? Yes, um, they are in some Francophone African countries, um, like Cote d'Ivoire, Cameroon. Yes. Have you guys been paying attention to what's going on in Cameroon? And a few other um, jealous African countries, Cameroon and other places where Nigerian music is like overtaken. And uh, if you watch, if you on YouTube, there's a section of YouTube if you mm. go down the rabbit hole. Many news about many of the artists in those countries, you know, um, kicking against how uh, popularity of serious? Nigerian music and asking oh, their government I've to, never step noticed that. Mm-hmm. to step in. Let's not forget the, the, the thing that happened with the uh, Thames and the yes. Thames and the what's the other guy? Omale? Omale, yeah, yes. Earlier in the year mm-hmm. in Uganda. And yeah. guess Where what? The, the artist was mm. the one that pushed for that. They found out that. Yeah? And guess what? The, I don't remember the, the, the artist's name. The um, um, Ugandan artists were saying 
Yes, they deserve what they got while the countries were breeded. <laughs> the country is breeded down their own neck that mm. are citizens. They are not allowing people it's, uh, it's, it's from it's Nigeria. What, <laughs> it's what consumers want. Right. <laughs> it's what consumers want. That DJs will only play what people want to listen to. True. Yeah. I don't get it. True. So well, I hope Spotify coming will help their Whoa. own local musicians. But I, I can't... I imagine that they will be listening to... Yeah, but I remember a time when uh, French music was raining. All those Makosa uh, songs... Yeah, yes, exactly. Awilo exactly. yeah. Lugumba. That Premier Gao, those guys. Are are guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we didn't complain. <laughs> we dance, we play the music. <laughs> I mean, we're all Africans. Come on. <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, I hope maybe Spotify will help their artists make some dough. Although, let's not even get into how much artists make from those things. They don't make that much unless they have like mm. huge numbers. Mm-hmm. And aside from anyway, music, um, podcasts too, now you can mm. legitimately yeah, yeah. or legally listen to this podcast on Spotify. On Spotify, yes, of course. Like me, I'm a Jorogan fan. So when Jorogan, I, th- I think a couple of episodes, maybe last year's episode, when we talked about um, Spotify mm-hmm. acquiring Jorogan mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. and I was not happy that it was going on Spotify because I, I couldn't access it and I don't like mm. the stress of VPN. So for me now, I can listen to Jorogan oh, podcast okay. and all of that. And 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 the f- interesting thing is. Uh, because before, when you listen to Jorogan podcast, he reads his ads like ten minutes into first the ten first ten minutes of the podcast is ads, right? Mm-hmm. And then now what Spotify does is they break it into different parts. You can't skip unless you're on mm. premium, right? So now I have an opportunity to skip mm. those ads mm-hmm. if I pay. That's and nice. the, the amount is very cheap. I, I'm seeing for for naira is nine hundred naira. Yes. that's less than two dollars mm-hmm. or just about two dollars. That's like crazy. 2.19. Compared to compared to like ten dollars. Mm. Yeah. In in the US, o- of right? Of course, they have to do that. <laughs> yes, like uh, for of course they have to do that. When Apple markets. Music and Deezer is cheap, YouTube 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 Premium is very cheap. It, so yes, it is. If too. Spotify comes with something more expensive, they just they, they have to be competitive. So now we are we are spoiled we are spoiled okay, for, for options now. So everybody choose your choice. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sense. But speaking about price, speaking about price and how cheap. Spotify, Spotify's premium plan is and all of that. Uh, one other, like, should I say, hold to Africans getting on the internet or getting on Spotify, for example, mm. to pay that money. First of all, they are, aside paying that money, they are going to pay for the data they are going to use to stream or yeah. download this content. Right. And we are hearing, according to a report, Emmanuel, you yeah, just so published, Nigeria doesn't have the most affordable yeah, internet. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's quite surprising. You said uh, a report by Softshark, they are a VPN, a virtual private network company. And they said Nigeria okay. has the least affordable mobile internet in the world. That's in the, in yeah, the whole world. They ranked 85 wow. countries. And okay. that's like. What's their methodology? So, because we have a report, the other thing, that said Nigeria had the most yes, affordable. In, that yeah, was about most affordable ago. in Africa. That was by the Economics Intelligence Unit. And the, the crazy thing is, their methodologies were similar. So, uh, this company uses, uh, they divided mm. the cost of the cheapest mobile data network by your average hourly income in Nigeria. So, they brought it down to like minutes or hours. So, the average hourly income in Nigeria, they okay. divided uh, the cost of the cheapest mobile data by the average hourly income and that's how they got the factor for the 
pricing in Nigeria. And the economics that states three that even till now in 2020, I just checked the report and Nigeria is still ranking the mm-hmm. highest in Africa in terms of affordability. So who uh, do we believe? I think we should believe <laughs> the average Nigerian. <laughs> All the yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's it's very, very weird. Uh the economist uses average monthly income. Mm-hmm. This one uses average hourly income. So the, the methodology is not so different. So I, I try to ask if they are dif- they consider different kinds of income. Is it your? Is it just average monthly income? Did you consider minimum wage? Did you consider per capita income? A lot of things that you could have considered. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I asked them, but mm-hmm. they are still yet to respond. And yeah, I even pointed out. Oh, okay. So you, yeah, I'll do a follow-up follow how this happened. What was causing the discrepancy? And I didn't even mention it in the article. So yeah, it's a weird thing. We are 85 out of 85. And it said it would take the average Nigerian about how many minutes? Yes, it would take them 27 minutes, 55 seconds to be able to afford one gig of data. Then for broad... A walk. So to walk, they will have yes, to walk for walk, 27 minutes. Then for... Okay. And the global average is just 10 minutes. In fact, in Israel, you just have to walk for like mm. 17 seconds. And yeah, and you are good to go. Wow! To be able yeah, to be able to afford one gig of data. I'm covering my face. <laughs> well, well, I'm leaning more towards this report than the economic. The uh, what do you call the other one? Uh, the economist. Oh yeah, the oh the the economist. The yeah, same. Economist the intelligence oh, okay. unit. Yeah, so I, I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards this one more than that one because I mean, you look at the average Nigerian. Yes, data has gotten relatively mm. cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could get, you could even get one gig for five hundred naira, depending mm. on the plan you are on. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, that's still a big deal. So people are still waiting for yeah. promo data. Right. Let's not forget when MTN uh, released their figures a few years back. I yeah. think that was two yeah. years ago. I, I, yeah. I can't remember, but we'll put a yeah, link to that article 50%. in the episode notes. <laughs> where, uh, yeah, yeah, more than fifty percent, right, uh, of people were what, what they call. Incidental, incidental data. That's people who they we'll even reach, they use data. Maybe we'll, they bought we'll the hundred naira. They bought hundred naira at time, and they got ten MB free. And the data was on, and it just went here again. So like a, a huge percentage of mm. MTN's users, internet users, are people like that. That they just loaded their time, and then they got ten MB, mm. and the thing just finished. So I'm leaning towards more this report, but we follow. Yeah, you should follow up, and then we will put a mm. link to that, to the episode notes. Mm. So let's move to the major stories of today. A startup funding news. We like to this plenty good news. Plenty mm. startups raising money right. all over Africa. Some <laughs> of them are not even African. They are African focused. But uh, so me yes. tell us about all of yes, them. Yes, um, the big one. Let's start with the big one. It's it's um, API fintech yeah. startup in the news again. If you remember, we mentioned last week. This uh, API fintech guys, like they are, they are on a <laughs> That's roll. That's the new hot thing now. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it's really easy for them. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. um South African fintech um, API fintech startup Stitch uh, raised um four million dollars yeah. in seed round. Um that was on that happened on Thursday. And it's mm-hmm. it, it's coming at a time where um, Mono, um there's Okra, there's Pygmy recently too, that raised in precede. Yeah. It is precede. Um, mm-hmm. in huge figures and um, this this company has always focused on the South African um, market and the founders have always been playing in the API fintech field interestingly um, mm-hmm. 
they, mm. they, they, they've also worked with other other startups like Root. Root also um, deals with API time, the API fintech. So um, the plan is uh-huh. the plan is to improve their product and uh, add new offerings to what they currently offer. And it 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 mm. points to the fact that there is when it involves money, there's always problem to be solved. You know, when API startup mm-hmm. will help, help you, this this particular startup will uh, help you keep keep uh, track of your budget. It helps you keep pa- um, track of your personal finances and it, um, other companies also. Co- oh, so they are dealing with consumers. Yes, and also not businesses. Bo- both businesses like B 2 B and B 2 C. So yes, it, this, so this, consumers can also hook wow. up to the API. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, that, that's different. That's yeah. different. for a fixed okay. for a fixed fee. I, I'm not sure how that yeah, will work out. Something weird. <laughs> oh, so you pay a subscription fee? Yes, yes, monthly. subscription fee. Interesting, interesting. So I'll I'll have to read more on that. Mm-hmm. We'll put the link in the episode mm-hmm. notes. Yes. So and, oh, that's, that's and uh, so moving away from from API, start from fintech. There's um, an Angolan crowdfunding mm-hmm. startup there raised um, fifty thousand dollars. So the company, the startup says, is part so they're like, of. They're like a Kickstart. Start, you know, Kickstart, the US based. Is it the US based stuff? The same crowdfunding, they do the same yes. thing. They are like Kickstart. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So the fifty thousand dollars is part of a proceed round. So they are still in the process of raising the proceed rounds, but this is. Um, a part of it. This was um, led by. Oh, they a, just announced this one for now. Yes, yes, is is it's done by a group mm. of local angel investors. So the plan for this is to help to. Okay, this company has been around since 2017, and um, mm-hmm. investors, entrepreneurs, just come on board and they take five percent commission on every amount raised. <clears throat> like a startup, when you come on board okay. and you request for a particular amount, it, it, it they only take mm-hmm. a commission or they give you the fund if you are able to raise the total fund you requested for. So on on yeah, just like how Kickstarter does mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So they will take a five percent commission on the amount raised while you give rewards to investors. So with this raise and by the time they complete the proceed, they will improve on their uh, IP. IP of the platform okay. and they will move away mm. from just rewards to giving investors equity on the startup they invest in. So, so this, this is sounding a lot like uh, there's this new um, platform. Okay, it's not... So the, what I'm listening to, what I'm hearing now, Daya is not like mm. Kickstart actually. Kickstart is for your starting a project. Daya is sounding like Republic, Republic, this US-based one, Repu- Republic.co. They do the exact same thing. So you can invest in um, startups, mostly US-based startups. And the minimum you can put is $100. Mm. And then they give you equity mm. in return. I think that I think that's the website, republic.co, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, before we end this... Yeah, uh, republic.co. I remember I, the name. Is, yeah, is yeah I Repub- check it every day. Yo, yeah, I'm yeah. even working on something okay. related to how... Oh, okay, cool. So th- these days you can, you can go there and... Uh, oh, so sorry. You know, we're virtual, so I didn't... You, yeah, I didn't yeah, so I, I said I was even <laughs> working on... I'm even working on something that allows a platform like Republic.co to function very, very well. I mean, in crowdfunding in Nigeria, it's mostly agriculture and all of that uh, that they use it for, but Republic.co yeah, yeah, is like... Yeah. Very, very, you can invest, I think, as low as $100, right? 
Yeah. And they keep sending me yes. a lot of startups. I was like, ah, God, when? <laughs> but you know, it's different in the case, it's different from the agro account from the where in that one you're getting mm. an interest back. But Republic of Group is giving you equity. So that's a security. Mm. That's a security mm. exchange kind of. So in, if that kind of thing is going to work in Nigeria, it's going to be hard because of the regulation around crowdfunding mm. in Nigeria. I was going to ask you that, is there, do you know about regulation in, in Angola about crowdfunding? Mm. You know, I've, I've not paid attention to it yet, and I will look at it. I'll try and look at it. Angola is South African, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. So, Angola is Central Central Africa, Africa, I think, yeah, or East, kind of close to East. Yeah, yeah. But Nigeria has serious uh, regulatory obstacles to something like that. Yes. Yeah. But but um, the crowdfunding thing has. The, the crowdfunding market has always been there in um, in Angola, but they are done offline and mostly peer-to-peer. But now with the proliferation oh, yeah, of yeah. startups, these companies took it online. Mm-hmm. And so far, um, it says yeah. it has helped to raise like uh, approximately $22,000 for startups on the platform. That's, that's mm-hmm. not bad. So They've been around for how long? Since 2017. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's small then. But anyway, it's Angola. I mean, the, the tech market there is not that big. It's so not that's, that big, that's, yes. that's 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 that, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, yes, okay. and in so the same funding? in the same light, I I the um, future Africa fund, more like a syndicate. I, I think there's a similarity between this syndicate and um, syndicate funding platform and and no and crowdfunding. Yeah. It looks similar because it's. It involves pulling investors yeah, to the only, put their mm, funds together to yeah. fund the startup. Anyway, so... F- the only difference is equity is being exchanged rather than uh, interest. Yeah. Mm, but, but crowdfunding, they have different forms of reward. Right, if I'm right, yes. Uh, it's usually, usually they are paying you back with interest. Oh, Once they are okay. giving you equity, it has become under the purview of uh, securities mm. exchange. Okay. Okay, so Temi. Yeah, Temi no. is um is becoming a recurrent name when you talk about um getting funding. Yeah. Is it Temi or Temai? T E R M double I. I don't even know how it's pronounced. Mm, we'll <laughs> we have to come and help me <laughs> with that. So, so Temai or Temi, <laughs> a communication platform as a service, raised an undisclosed amount and um from future Africa. They keep raising like almost every year. Right. And yeah. and okay, the mm-hmm. the CEO Emmanuel Bolade, in a when I asked him, he said this is just a part of a bigger round that the startup will announce later. So, oh. then they are keeping the amount on that. So why are they not announcing this one? It's the last part time of they a raised thirty thousand from a future of the. Oh, okay. So it's like a rolling. F- they are still yeah. raising. Yes, yeah. they are still in the process. Kind of. They are, they are, they are YC backed, right? Yes, 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 yes. Just last year, they graduated from, um, I believe, is the winter batch. Oh, okay. Winter, winter batch of YC. Okay. And yes, okay. So yes, so far, we, we guess we guess that whatever it is they got from future future Africa should be between fifty k to two fifty k, because looking at um, future funds past past mm. portfolio startups anyways the yeah. the company will probably use it to improve its platform so the the 
The, mm-hmm. the platform has all, the um, Temais APIs have always helped digital companies to communicate with their customers via their platform. So something that Temais so like wants... Twilo, Twilo for Africa, kind of. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so they, and they want to include another offering or develop it to understand that um, consumers can also communicate with the platforms. So, uh, oh. yes. So hopefully cool. when, when they eventually complete their round, they run their, their own, they will be able to include those, those and that feature. Meanwhile, um, Temai has grown. Yes, it has grown. It has been around for over mm-hmm. six years. It's 2014 and it has evolved before it decided to settle for the model it now runs on. Where um, yeah, the, yeah. The, the companies integrate the APIs and they pay they pay for subscription on on, on the API. So they they, they serve um, I, I guess the, uh, there are a number of companies, popular companies they serve like Ilium Health, Chaka, Pista, Great Great Power, Yasir, and I think that's an that's in Egypt. So. We we wish them well. Wish mm. them well. They are getting better and better. And yeah, all starting the from the bottom. Now they mm. are here. <laughs> all the best to them. Right. When they started, they were, they were positioned like a Slack competitor, but now they are more like a Twilio mm-hmm. for, for Africa. Africa, kind of. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, have grown. Good to see how they are, they are progressing over the years. Yeah. Any other funding news? No, n- none again. Uh, but I remember that we are preparing for another round of another session of startup school yeah Anna. yeah take point startup school mm. yes yeah. the last Potapot. one was held in lagos before yeah. before the pandemic right mm-hmm. and I, I think one was supposed to hold just about the time the pandemic started yeah yeah it still held um, it was probably. done virtually it was done virtually it held yes vi- so this, yes virtually so this virtually. is the third edition this time it's going to be in Potakot. Uh, we ran a survey last year. Or, no, uh, yeah, last year, and the response was good. So this one is going to Portacourt. We have instructors like um, Ezekiel Amefula, CEO of Palm Drive, the ride-dealing company in Portacourt. I've used it before. There's no Uber in Portacourt, so Palm Drive is mm. the one ruling. And the, the other one, uh, mm-hmm. forgive me, the other two that are in Portacourt that I can't remember, I'm sorry. The Uche Aniche <laughs> of Startup South, Precious, Chukuduna of Chigisoft, Ayobami, Teriba. Is it Teriba or Teriba? Ingressive and Adiremi Fagumi. That's a publishing partner with TechPoint. They are, they are a law firm. So they're going to teach how you can find. It's mostly it's targeted at early stage startups. They teach how you can find a co founder, how, how, how can you create a founding team, learn organization, organizational structure, how to set up a board, decide when to bring a board of directors. Mm-hmm. How to position for most importantly legal frameworks exactly all of that so it's <laughs> taking place on the between the 14th of april and 16th of, of april 2021 this year limited seats because of course we have to be safe so less COVID-19. than uh, we, all, we all know the government's rule for the maximum amount of people gathering so it's better you grab it now uh, we'll put a link to it in the episode notes or in the description wherever you're listening so you can click and go and register. You have to do it now because limited seats. Okay, so let's move on to... And if you feel your, your city also deserves um, startup school, you can yeah. reach out to 
a contact in the, in the link that we put there. Yes. Oh, we can just go ahead and say his name. If I, if I at TechPoint.Africa. Okay, if I at TechPoint.Africa. So if you feel, oh, startup school should also yeah. come to... Because we've done two in Lagos, we're doing one in Portacote. If you think your city Lagos. needs a startup school, so reach out to him and um, explain him why. All right, so next story. Uh, Jumia. Well, let's leave startups and enter the guys who have IPO, mm. the big boys, the unicorns or whatever. Are they still unicorns? Big unicorn boys, period? right. <laughs> <laughs> Jumia released their yeah, yeah, for 2020. Yeah. And the Emmanuel went through all of that. Yeah. yeah. So is it good news, bad news? Yeah, so... Yeah, it was more of a mixed year for Jumia 2020. I mean, they kept on reducing their losses and... Uh, the increased gross profit and in fact let me just uh, run through so gross profit increased by 12.5 okay. percent in 2020 they adjusted a bit that loss decreased by 47.1 okay. percent and yeah and apparently uh when going through the report i that was the first time i learned that jumia makes loss on every order that you make on the platform there's an average amount of loss is it because they are, they are subsidizing the delivery rate or they are subsidizing the what are they subsidizing that is making them make a loss <laughs> uh, i'm not i'm not really sure but i think it's uh for it has to yeah, so be fulfillment delivery for the most part yes because they are they are deliveries yeah, delivery. but i used to think it was because they had skill so they could afford to like um, economics of skill mm. yeah. yeah okay <laughs> mm. Yeah, so that's, uh, they were able to reduce the losses they make on that. They were able to uh, find a way to monet, uh, monetize the delivery, shift some fulfillment costs to uh, the sellers mm -hmm. and, of yeah. course, the buyers. Then Jumia Pay, of course, increased uh, by 26.8%. <laughs> they keep, and, they keep uh, using that one to pacify us. Hey, we're not doing so well. But look at Jumia Pay. Ooh, ooh, we know, Jumia we Pay. know their secrets. <laughs> we know their secrets. Yeah, so... Uh, 58% more of their customers use uh, Jumia Pay to make purchases on the platform. But they're not so good. Like, when you compare the figures with what they did in 2019, you see that it was a, a slower mm. growth for them overall. Their active consumers increased by just 12%. But in 2019, it increased by 54%. And uh, orders on the platform dropped even with Black percent compared to a 15%. Even with Black Friday and all of that, compared to 54% growth so in 2019, then revenue losses. Yeah, kinda. I don't know then if I revenue should say this. Revenue declined 12%. I have I have weird feelings about Black Fridays. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if, we all do. If we all yeah. do, we all know. <laughs> we the all charade. do, right? Okay, it's not. We know the charade that is that okay. is Black Friday. We do. Everybody okay, knows. okay, let's <laughs> move on then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so off your mic. So, uh, yeah, that's revenue decline compared to 70% increase in 2019. So, it's uh, they could have done a lot yeah. worse. That's that's the thing. And well, I think it's encouraging. They are cutting down on expenses, on promotional intensity. I think we've, uh, we've noticed a trend in 2019 that where they've, uh, they've switched from uh, consumer electronics, gadgets, and all of that to fast-moving consumer goods. Mm. So I, I even did a piece around uh, fast-moving consumer goods that time and why Jumia is focusing on uh, everyday items, uh, things that will keep bringing in traffic. So if, if you buy mm. a phone now, like I bought my phone on Jumia and in the next one or two years, I don't change my phone. But if I buy a satchel of pig milk 
on Jumia. Me personally, to finish well, how many people, less than a okay, week. Okay, where they have their grocery grocery section. Yeah, the grocery vertical. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah, think so, so. It's an interesting one. I, for I the, feel like it's all uh, it's all about the company the and uh, the, the major story is that yeah. they are one still day, not day, making profits. They will make profits. Yeah. <laughs> we are hoping one day. Yeah, but I think besides Jumia, <laughs> besides Jumia numbers, like for the entire internet culture thing, I think. It it's did not paint a very very nice picture. Yeah. Like yeah. COVID nineteen, Amazon exactly. was balling. Uh, exactly. Alibaba was balling, but exactly. Jumia did not witness. And it's not just Nigeria; across the mm-hmm. other countries, they're they playing. are playing in. So it's yeah. E-commerce is still yeah, it's, is still not Africa is still not fully ready for e-commerce. Uh, maybe another mm-hmm. four five years. I, but, I don't know. I mean, if you try that in India or China, but investors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But investors grew more confident in uh, <laughs> e-commerce startups in 2020, according to our funding report. Like compared to what they yeah, raised in 2019, were they not like niche e-commerce? Were they like all-purpose e-commerce like Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, they were niche. No, no, they were very niche, like trade exactly. depot, like B two B. Exactly, trade depot is B two B. So helping mm. um, wholesalers and all of that retailers. Uh, the mm. roadside malam, the roadside shop vendor, helping them like, yeah, something like their warehouse where they don't even have to own the whole warehouse. Eh? So, mm. uh, um, purchasing for them on their purchasing in last scale on their behalf, so cheaper, cheaper, um, cheaper stuff and all of that. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. So, but what if social commerce was eating into? Of course, of course, we can't track that. Like. WhatsApp, Instagram, Instagram, yeah, of course we can't track that. Which is why players like um, Sandy and GIG Go are trying to play into that, trying to prepare for when Facebook. Mm. Act- but once Facebook decides to activate that thing and make it native, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea. But right now we can't track anything. <laughs> All the sales that happen on WhatsApp and Instagram, we can't we can't track them. Those guys, see whether you're in media, Facebook, mm. and uh, Facebook is your competitor. Google is your competitor. You're in e-commerce. Facebook is your competitor. It's like, it's crazy. <laughs> Those guys are something else. <laughs> Everything. You are in media. Africa <laughs> is your competitor. Yeah. Speaking about e-commerce in Africa and all of that, is reminding me about, we're looking at the larger picture and what, what could be the factors for why e-commerce is not yet picking up in Africa. So, a size capital, no, a size purchasing power, and that thing could be access to the internet. And there's a mm-hmm. report about how internet censorship in Africa, what it cost the continent uh, last year. Nifemi, you did it. Last year. Yeah. Yes. The thing is, um, most of the, all, all, I would say all, uh, at least as they were captured by top 10 VPN, a Mm. digital security company, digital Mm -hmm. privacy company, rather, as Mm. it's reported, they are all government-led. And in... In 2020, it cost um, Sub-Saharan African $237 million. That's a lot of money. How did they come up to that amount? What's yes. their methodology? So, um, they they compare... When they, are, when they are considering national internet law and disruptions, they compare what was lost during that period to the nation's GDP. Like how much should have been earned normally during that period compared to what people do online 
what people make online. And mm. also when it has to do with region, they actually they also compared the region's GDP when they deduct it from the national GDP. That's how much the region lost during mm. the period that the internet was shut down. So, and in, in areas where they can't decide what GDP is, they just um, look at the values of how much people make from using internet during okay. the period of the lockdown. Yes. Of the shutdown so, or the sense of, yeah. Of the, of the, of the internet shutdown. Shut so, yes, yeah. um, in sub-Saharan Africa, last year, in 2020, it took, it cost the region $237 million dollars. As a lot. It's 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 it, it, yes, it's a lot. But compared to what happened in 2019, it's it's like um 810 percent decrease because in 2019 it was mm. like 2.1 billion dollars that was lost to internet. Mm. So how did it get? Oh, could be the reason why it's much lower. It was much lower in 2020 because I I feel like there were a lot of uh, when was the Uganda election? That was this year or last year? Yes, it was. It was this year yeah, in January. Oh, okay. January, but yeah, there, there were lots of protests and campaigns. And all, you know? There was no international yes. in Nigeria anyway. And yes, there, yeah. were, there was no international. Yeah, then. yeah, but in Uganda, I think there were lots of protests and campaigns leading up to yeah, the elections. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uganda didn't yeah, make the it. list of the top twenty-one. 21 mm. countries in the world. I, th- I thought it was Against. censorship they were covering, not just shutdown. Because, I mean, in Uganda, they have the social media tax that they have to pay. The, okay, well, it's not the country. They actually the, cover... They actually, what they cover is the amount lost during censorship, during okay. shutdown, either social media shutdown or total internet shutdown. Mm. And yes, the reasons why these mm. countries shut down the internet didn't change. Maybe because of election... Or because of social unrest, or because of protest, mm. or because of examination malpractice. I will <laughs> never be able to wrap my mind around that. I <laughs> That's don't utopia. know. Why? That's utopia. Exam malpractice. <laughs> like it's you even guys, charge. It's, it's, I don't understand <laughs> for, for 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 a reason like but that. But it's so weird. Like it's go, very go, go. weird. I can't. Google has answers to everything until you want to write an exam. Exam. <laughs> right. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, countries that made the list in Africa include Ethiopia. We have, we have Ethiopia. We have... Um, sorry about that. Ethiopia. We have Chad. Oh. We have Sudan. We have Togo. We have... Uh, Yes, we have Guinea too. Guinea also made the list mm. in sub-Saharan Africa. It's, it's quite interesting Sorry, that... Yeah? Okay. You want to say something? No, no, no. I thought you said something I didn't hear. Obvious. Okay. It's quite interesting that uh, Nigeria, the, there was no internet shutdown. Not that I'm praying for it, but I'm surprised. Based on all the things that happened last year, I'm really surprised. And right. Yeah. Of course, there was a digital rights bill that the president refused to sign. And then there was the social media bill that was protested. I'm just I'm just surprised, like because I don't I don't I don't feel like the, we're any better than these countries think, that you've mentioned in terms of uh, I digital think rights. those countries have have a reputation. Have, so it's it's easier for them to and the kind of government they run in those countries too. Probably a president that is already using more than 20 years in power. So mm. they have a lot of power when it comes to regulating or moderating internet, as they call it, 
because mm. we, are, we are yet to draw the line between what um, moderation is and what censorship is. Because yeah. if you feel like, oh, probably, I think what happened in, was it Chad, when a musician was, was murdered and you are like, let's shut down the internet because we don't want people to, to spread misinformation. Spread what does that even mean? And that went on was for it? months. What does oh, that mean? Was the government suspected in the murder? Was the man person as probably, or? probably? So it's it's, it's, it's really for sad. countries that already have the reputation. It it is it is quick for them to just take that that step. But for Nigeria that has not experienced it before, they they have they, they have what pulls them back, especially with, with the way people oppose the social media beam. Yeah, <clears throat> where our uh, stakeholders, uh, stakeholders to, yeah. yeah, so. Paradigm initiative, enough is enough. Uh, I, I may not be remembering the few, a few of them, but they've always yeah, um, they've always put the government on their toes. So yes, I'm sure it's crossing the mind them. of the government. It has always, I'm yeah, sure it's crossing their mind. They <laughs> yeah. are trying to follow a different strategy with the social media bill. It's speech. Yeah. They speech fine. Then there are two different views at the same time in the assembly. Mm past reading record time then the one for online media we discussed the one for journalists that is that seems Uh, to be targeted at online media yeah Mm. yeah 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 exactly so that all those things uh showing a more subtle approach to so shutting down internet might be economic uh, it might be a very 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 tough thing for nigeria too uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. we lose a lot so they are taking a different kind of approach, and yeah, we're watching. Yeah, we're watching closely. closely. It's really sad that this is happening in Africa. Uh, I, I don't know anywhere else in the world where it's happening. I can't imagine it happening in yes, India, Africa, or anywhere in the West. It's happening in Africa, Asia, the Middle East, the Europe, Middle East, yeah. and some part of North America. Europe, those which, areas which, are like which, which oh. European countries? Is it Eastern yeah, exactly, Europe? Exactly, I'm wondering. Maybe like Russia or something. When you say Europe, I'm, no, I'm shocked. Um, the uh, okay. There are some strange names here. Okay, but I mentioned there is the um, is there's Yemen, there's Belarus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yemen. There's Yemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Azerbaijan. Okay. I don't know. Azerbaijan. 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 Yes, and no, Venezuela is South American. Oh God, these Ve- countries. Ve- <laughs> <laughs> Uzbekistan. There's that one starts with Uzbekistan. K. Yes, Uzbekistan. No, no, no. It's the okay. the one with K. Kyrgyzstan. Yes. Kyrgyzstan. Oh, yes, okay. that. <laughs> All those ones are Kyrgyzstan the ones that broke out from the USSR, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, they have connections to Middle East. Uh, so, so those are the countries Eastern, that... Eastern Europe. Yeah, Eastern Europe. Because Western, no, it mm-hmm. can't happen. <laughs> they can't try it. <laughs> anyway, it's really sad, but uh, yeah, we continue to do our job and providing that information. Thanks to Top 10 VPN for doing that report. I'm not even sure what they are interested in, this, but thanks to them. They, they've been doing it for... At least we have been aware for two years. I think now, they write the reviews about VPNs. VPNs, the best yeah. VPNs to use. Yes. I mean, it makes sense. They provide VPNs when your internet is shut down. So when they give you reports like this, you are aware. It's like a, a kind of top of mind kind them. of marketing for them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So nothing else we are discussing today. I think that's all. Uh, of course, we've been recording this virtually. We're all working remotely. Emmanuel and Ife and Ife. So if you notice us speaking out of tongue sometimes, it's because we can't. But not in the same room. <laughs> That's yes, why sir. we're trying our best. Mm. <laughs> but I think the sound is good. Right. If you heard any not too good sound from my end, it's because uh generator was on. <laughs> the 
but it has gone off now. Welcome to Nigeria. Right. Welcome to Nigeria. All right. So yeah, if you have any thoughts, what do you think about Spotify coming to Africa, Jumia not being profitable, all the startups that raise money, censorship of internet? We'd like to hear from you. We've not been mentioning our email, mm. but you can actually reach out to us at podcast podcast at techmoney.africa. You can send us an email, your feedback, what you what you think about them. And don't forget, we'll put the links to everything we've mentioned, all the stories we mentioned today in the episode notes. And uh, of course, the link to Startup School also, where to register. We'll put the link to that. Yeah. Um, if you're listening for the first time, maybe mm. someone shared this to you, downloaded the file, shared it to you, forwarded it to you. Maybe you're listening on Spotify because you now have Spotify. Uh, mm. That's one of the places you can get the podcast. Mm. But there are other places. Manu. Yeah, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Ahat Radio, and yeah, anywhere else you'll get your podcast. And if you don't like the podcast app, you can head over to podcasts.techpoint.africa. Yep. So, yeah, so, and of course, don't forget our sister podcast, mm-hmm. Beat in Africa. We're highlighting very, very, very exciting stories there. So, yeah, you can get the podcast on any of the platforms I just mentioned, or you can head over to beauty.africa. Yeah, Africa. thank you for that. Yeah, Thank you for that, Emmanuel. And uh, Nifemi, parting words as usual. Yes, um, nothing lasts forever. You remember last week with terrible weather. Now it has gotten better. We're back to the heat, at least in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. Nigeria. That, that's so surprising. Nothing lasts forever. Whatever it is, you are, <laughs> <laughs> yes, surprising, Whatever it is you are going through, hold oh. on, hold out. Yeah. Everything will be gone. Yeah, that, that even reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That even reminds me, uh, we are hosting this currently on yes. March, March 25. 25. Right. Yeah, and yeah, if you've been online, you wouldn't have seen uh, Governor, Emifi, the Sibian Governor. I'm ruling my head Saying, saying cryptocurrency was created out of thin As if that's not what fiat currency is. That's exactly what fiat currency is. Like, what, what? What what was not created? What is not created out of thin air? No, I mean before <laughs> night, before night, so we have money was tied to go even in the beginning or something or something physical. Yeah, yeah, gold, yeah, But now it's from thin air, <laughs> so it's not it's not different. In fact, one could argue that cryptocurrency is more more a currency than, than has more yeah, intrinsic than value fiat yeah. money. because fiat money is just you just print paper mm-hmm. and government says this paper that we printed it has value. I mean, the US mm-hmm. in the US last year when they were trying to do COVID relief. Uh, that they pumped in was it 13 trillion or 3 trillion i can't remember the exact amount into the to like for reliefs and they, they printed it from nothing so uh, mm. anyway <laughs> anyway yeah so yeah go on with your pitch yeah yeah so yeah yeah so yeah we are hosting like some of the biggest minds in the crypto space and uh it's, it's going to be educative. It's going to be informative. There are going to be lots of talks and debates and yeah, a lot of questions. What exactly is cryptocurrency and why should you even care about it? Uh, digital currencies as it takes several, several forms. How is disrupting international payments? And of course, the big elephant in Nigeria's room, currently the yeah. regulations. So yeah, going to be discussing all of this and make it a date on, save the date on your calendar, March 25th. They have and to register first. Yeah, head over to currency. Yeah, currency.techpoint.africa. Yeah, it's, the ticket is just for little token. And yeah, of course, you can get a VIP ticket for access to uh, exclusive, more exclusive yeah. benefits. Yeah, head over to currency.techpoint.africa. And it's on that note that we'll say goodbye. Catch you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.